Broadcasting live from the path of ancestry on the plane of... I'm not entirely sure. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome. Uh, Graham here. Cameron here. Alex over here. And today we're going to be talking about Commander 2017, or Commander 17, or C C-17. C-17, and the spoilers thereof. Welcome to C-17. Yes. You have, have been selected to... Or chosen to be here. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Breen. Dr. Breen. Breen. Breen, yeah. One of our finest... Uh, surviving commander sets. <laughs> Ask your parents about a game called Half-Life 2. <laughs> wow! Okay, that, that was rude. rude. That was really rude. That, oh. I'm the same. If we could just continue on with not being attacked in the podcast. <laughs> that was meant, to, meant to be more of a dig on how long it's been since Valve released yeah. it. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Remember anyway. when they made games? No. no. This, this podcast is about Magic. <laughs> yeah, which has been around longer. So anyway, um, uh. so we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about C seventeen, and of course we're gonna crack a pack. But first, a reminder: Tap Tap Concede is brought to you by CardKingdom.com. Go to CardKingdom.com/lrr. Throw a little code on there that lets them know that we sent them to you, and we send them to we send you to them because words are difficult. But we send you to them because we think they're great. We legitimately use them ourselves, and uh, they have really good customer service and incredibly fast shipping. And if you tell them Loading Ready Run sent me, button please, you'll get a little one-inch button, which right now says, we can splash for that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. You yeah. can splash or quad That's black. so good. We can splash for that. We can splash for that. We did, this, this came, oh, and uh, also, Everything that we do is supported by you on our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Uh, please check it out. We appreciate it. See, now I just want to go like, hey, do you remember Dark Ritual? That was 40 years ago. <laughs> the, uh, the, the baby on the Dark Ritual is now... <laughs> <laughs> the baby on the cover of Dark Ritual. Yeah, yeah. This is them today. New, yeah. new broken cards. The, uh, the baby um, on the on. on on the cover of Dark Ritual is now a zombie. <laughs> I think our most famous moment of We Can Splash for that on stream was during a World Wake draft. Yeah. Uh, ages ago. This was uh -huh. back in uh, back in the old moon base. Um, Show me the pips. And it was uh, a red-black uh, aggro World Wake deck. Okay. And, uh, but our first pick, was it our first pick? I, at some point in the draft, we opened Jace the Mindskull. <laughs> and this was not Phantom. <laughs> We Grixis now. <laughs> this was not Phantom. And Don't care. We, we Grixis. We we did not run him, but we won the first game, and then chat was like, okay, now board in Jace. And we were like, <laughs> fine. Did you get there? It worked. Yeah. <laughs> it did not deserve to work, but it worked. Opponents. You were you were actually there. We showed you. We were like, hey, check out our deck. And you were like, what is this? Some sort of Grixis Dirtle Knot? What's going on here? And then we showed you the Jace, and you were like, what? <sighs> So let's uh, let's crack a pack. Maybe we'll get rolled. Like who knows? All right, roll it. Put if we in. open a Jace, I'm going to like go into conniptions. Fifteen. Fifteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. It is not World Wake. It is in fact 2010 Core Set. Ooh, the first appearance of the Titans, I believe. Mm, first no, appearance of the 2011. This one has some pretty dank stuff in it, though. This, yeah. this was the first modern core set, though, right? It was the first time they actually called it yeah. 2010. Right. Yeah, this they, went, like, they went from 100? 10th edition to 2010, just yeah. to complicate Slayer things. Angel, I think. Lightning Bolt? Lightning Bolt is definitely in this set. Yeah. yeah. Doomblade? And our old friend awesome. Drudge Skeletons. Hey, hey, I've been around since oh. ever. Oh, oh, oh. Is, card he, reader. He's 17. an alpha card, isn't he? Yeah, Dread Skeletons mm -hmm. was in Alpha, Dang. yeah. Uh, 
One sec. The card reader's not working. In the meantime, I'll just I'll just read it. It's uh, one and a black for a one-one skeleton, and uh, with the activated ability of for one black uh, regenerate dread skeletons. Oh, flavor Smart. text from Navineral. Mm. Oh. It's nice skeleton art by Darken. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a good blocker. Oh, this. I'm sorry, I forgot to say this pack is from Ionis. Uh, which uh, was sent to us in a uh, loading time, hmm. which I believe. This is a Judge Skeleton super old school. Woof! Yeah, yep, I remember uh, that. Yeah. that I, I, rem- I played with that edition. in the cafeteria at school. Wandering around on which, most of a horse. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I like this art, but I feel like the the perspective on the is a little off. Yeah, I love the inked skyline. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Good. Is that multimedia, I guess? I guess. Yeah. Next up, Divination. Yeah, hey. Two and a blue, sorcery, something. draw two cards. I killed a man with a divination. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was good. Uh, uh, just a good card, though. Yeah. Vampire Aristocrat. Hey, one of the aristocrats. This is a... Yeah, this guy... Is this the original aristocrat? No. No, the original aristocrat's Fallen Angel, I think. Is it? Well, but I, I mean, mean, like the the deck that oh, the, came out was oh, like, oh, oh, was oh, Cartel Aristocrat, Cartel Aristocrat yeah. and Falcon Wrath Aristocrat. Sorry, yeah. this one. I know that Cartel Aristocrat and Falcon Wrath <laughs> Aristocrat were the yeah. I know that that yeah. was like the Aristocrats deck. Yeah. I believe oh, that I believe that was the, Tom Martell's. You know, the yeah. Aristocrats. Is this the first card with a sacrifice ability called Aristocrat? Is this where that got? Codified? It might be. Uh, I don't know, but it this is be. a functional reprint of um, Phyrexian Ghoul. Hmm. Really and. Uh, and there's another card that's very similar to it. Um, yeah, there's two cards that are this exact card, but they're zombies. Hmm. Um, I think one's a zombie insect. Weird. But this one's a vampire. Oh, would that yeah. be or a, a um, vampire rouge? What are the insect uh, spirits? Uh, oh, the Nantuko. Yeah, the Nantuko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nantuko, Nantuko husk. Yeah, is, is this one? Yeah, yeah. it's two two and a black for a two two. Yeah, and Sacrificing Ghoul is also. The I don't think I've read it out. I'm sorry. Two and a black for a two two. <clears throat> Sacrifice a creature. Vampire Aristocrat gets plus two plus two until end of turn. Hmm. Um, I think you. I think this may be the first one. There aren't huh. that many Aristocrats. There's yeah. like four. Mm-hmm. Um, although you can never forget. Cephalid Aristocrat. <laughs> yeah. I could forget. Which does not sacrifice does not creatures. The, uh, oh. Yeah, not to say that this is the first card that lets you sacrifice creatures, but the first time uh, that yeah, they were like, like, that's what that's what aristocratic vampires do. Uh, yeah. Self-mill. Cephalids, uh, even the aristocrats are not that impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Cephalids, back before Dredge existed. Hmm. You're, yeah, you're an aristocrat on in in contrast to the rest of the cephalids. Still not that hey, good. Hey, cephalid, hold, hold this shuko for me. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Alex. Yeah. Guess what's good in Flying Men? Men who fly? Literally Flying Men. It's Zephyr Sprite. Hey! It's a 1-1 flyer for a single blue. This, one, this one's a fairy. This one's good. Uh, it's like, th- this actually does get played in Flying Men. It's actually mm-hmm. one of the better ones because uh, it's a 1-1 with flying for one with no drawback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a fairy, and the card is blue. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can pitch it to Force of Will. It's mm-hmm. a Scrib Sprite. Um, yeah, but, wasn't but, Scrib Sprites one in a green? Wasn't it two? Scrib Sprites? I think it's just a green for a 1-1 flyer. Back when, Which like... Which is a really weird one, because like, yeah. they hadn't worked out the color pie yet, and they're like, I don't know, fairies fly. We'll they're, give green flyers. They live in forests. Yeah. Yep. I kind of want Scrib one of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the, the uh, uh, 
color shifted script sprites. Is the Zephyr yeah. sprites? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. 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 I should probably get a copy. I of mean, it, because... actually, it is probably like you know in the same way as yet the. Um, yeah. Whatever pyromancer and stuff. Chris oh, Ireland, yeah. and, uh, uh, prodigal has, yeah, sorcerer. Yeah, yeah. Prodigal a little while ago he had a he had a green, blue flying men deck. Mm -hmm. to, to briefly um, explain this, um, flying men is a Highlander deck archetype, uh, named so because of the card flying men, which is a <laughs> one one flyer. Summon flying for men. one blue. It plays every functional reprint of that um, and a bunch of other like hyper low costed reasonably efficient creatures with evasion um, backed up yeah. with some cheap and or free counter spells and it just sort of like floods the board with these little guys you know you get rafted war here on there you get like unstable mutation and just mm -hmm. get them I, I, I and like, then you daze their you know whatever they want to do yeah I like the flavor text for flying men is uh, Sophia some... clapped her hands and uh, 20 flying men appeared on her side each well trained in the art of combat. It's like, like even the flavor, just, even the yeah. flavor text knows one of them isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is originally from Arabian Nights, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, speaking of blue flyers, uh, it's our old friend Wind Drake. What's up? The the totally like the utterly playable in limited two two flying for two and a blue. Wind Drake is like that's sort of. That's your that's your sweet spot for uh, flyers, right? Yep. It's like two two for three, sure. That seems super fine. Yeah. If, if, and, the, and if the stats are higher or the cost is lower, then it's better. Yeah. <laughs> but like recently taken completely off the chain with. Um, oh yeah. In in hour of devastation with the Drake that gives flying to something else when it attacks. Yeah, aerial guide. Aerial same guide, yeah. same stats, same CMC. But not only does it have flying, but yeah, when it attacks, you can give some. You can, you can give another attack. Power creep. There's. So many different arts for this card. Windrake has been reprinted a lot, have but they? but but they keep changing the art. But it's always the same. Like it's always it's just a Drake, a yeah. big Drake that's blue. Mm -hmm. Like they change the art, but not to not the concept, not to illustrate anything new. It seems yeah. odd. But anyway, what are you saying, Alex? Uh, loading. Please wait. I don't remember now. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's like your thought was. Shattered. Want to know red for an instant? Wow. Destroy target artifact. How ye mighty have fallen. Mm -hmm. This effect now costs one red. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Or better. Yeah. Um, one red or has another whole card stapled to it. Yep. I yep. mean, it's like compare this to even like Fury Charm. Yeah. This now comes with a free lightning strike. Do we know what's being shattered here? Uh, Some sort uh, of... It looks like... Boss. I mean, initially... I think originally in the original Shatter art, it was the same object by a different painter. Yeah. But it looks like some kind of Thran thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, uh, this one, Fury Charm, uh, Tim McInnes plays in Goblins because mm -hmm. it's Shatter, but you can also have it not be dead. Right, right, I right. I don't think the third mode gets used very often, which is uh, remove two it's, time counters. No. Okay. Original Shatter. Oh, yeah, yeah that's... been around for a long time. Isn't that... Um, uh, that That is a card. That's, isn't that like an am it? amulet of something? Maybe. Amulet of Quaz? Amulet of Quaz. No, amulet of Quaz the... Uh, that one? Uh, no, I was thinking, maybe I was thinking of Naturalize. <laughs> Naturalize is oh. really cool. Wow. Nice. Boof. Dramatic. Nice. Bofa. Uh, oh, hey. Ace Age. Uh, that, I love that one. Yeah. Why is it... Meh! Screw you, Tin Woodsman. <laughs> yeah, why, oh, is no! it the, why is it the Tin Woodsman from Wizard of Oz? With, like, the funnel hat and everything. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Unusual. That I think that was definitely my favorite shatter. And then there's 
whatever that is. Oh, is that a mind slaver? Yeah, that's a mind yeah. slaver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I broke your stupid crap, moron. And there's that guy. Yeah. Is that Liliana's It looks like dress? it. It looks like it. No way. But it's not. Oh, it's a bow. Oh, it's a bow. Oh. It says in the flavor text, it's yeah. a bow. Okay, that makes way more sense. It's like, stop shooting me. It's because it's already been broken, that's why. Right, like right, right. Anyway. Um, what else you got? Speaking of thoroughly unexciting cards, Horned Turtle. Snore. Uh, two and a blue for a 1 4. <clears throat> it's a turtle. Yeah, now this guy comes with a, an ability to mill your opponent. Oh, yeah, right. Seer of the Last, last Tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. yeah. Better as a Horned Turtle. Yeah. Uh, Acolyte of Zathrid. I am not familiar with this one. This is an mm. 0 1 human cleric for a single black, and for one and a black and tap, target player loses one life. Uh, Woof, that's, that's expensive. Yeah. That seems real bad. Like I mean, if it drained, maybe. Can't even give him a 1 1? It is a celeric. It is a cleric, that's true. Early Chris Ron art, too. Uh, hey, actual regenerate. With that Rebecca Gue Wow, value. there's Rebecca a Gueva. lot of reprints from like Alpha in here. Yeah, one Does... and a green instant regenerate target creature. I wonder if this is one of Rebecca Gay's last assignments. Uh, it might be. Oromancer with her art kept being reprinted, yeah. but it, it kept being reprinted. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, I don't know. This is actually M10 only, Magic 2010 only. Hmm. Regeneration. Wait, oh, what? The right. enchantment. Oh, this is the it's only the time this has been printed. But but oh. regenerate as an individual card. Interesting. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was. Forgive me for conflating a green card with the word regenerate on it for a different <laughs> card. Yeah, it's like flying and jump. Yeah. All right. Um, wouldn't be green without. Which, which, by the way, costs the same, and that's cool art. Hello. Oh wow. Uh, that seems like the one that stays around all the time and the one that only works once costs the same amount. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. a surprise. I feel still. like... Doesn't um, doesn't Regeneration also, in the early ones, have that Quentin Hoover value? Yeah, it does. With the guy being like... like he's like binding his arm back cool. together. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That is cool. Target creature regenerates. What does that mean? <laughs> well, the, the one it's enchanted, not target yeah, creature. It, exactly. Um, hey, wouldn't be green without big green. It's time for Stampeding Rhino. Grunt. Totally sweet, solid card. It's 4-4, mm. four, four, it's a brick with trample for four and a green. I'm really beginning to appreciate how much power there is in Hour of Devastation Limited mm -hmm. relative to this. Yeah. Because Colossipede, mm. right? Well, the, corsets were, the corsets were never like crazy power, but yeah. They're sort of nuts and bolts. That's why so. they had stuff like the Lucky Charms. What? Lucky Charms, like oh. this one, Worm's oh, Tooth. Right. Uh. Worm's Tooth is a two-mana artifact that says whenever a player casts a green spell, you may gain one life. This was the the cycle was uh, nicknamed the the Lucky Charms. The there was one for each color. Only one of these that I think saw play in like sideboards against red was the Dragon's Tooth. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you just like you put the Dragon's Tooth into play on your side against the against the red aggro player, and then any time they cast one of their spells, you're gaining a life. So it, like. It just softens the blow. Yeah, although I think the way better one is Core Firewalker, which has that effect stapled to a 2-2. Yeah. yeah, That that's also has protection from red. Yeah. It's like Mono Red's worst nightmare. It's like, ree! <laughs> um, Howling Banshee is next. It's a Sup? two black black for a 3-3 three, three flyer. That's totally fine. And when it enters the battlefield, each player loses three life. Oof. It's, that seems fine, actually. Yeah. It's like... We both lose three life, but 
now I have this flyer, so sure. Mm -hmm. Dragon Claw, by the way. Sorry, Dragon Claw. Oh, what the? Didn't they? Because they they did one like in order to try to make these actually work. They did one later where it was just like choose a color. Yeah. 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 And, and it was, it was, was still it was like not even that good. Yeah, and there was one that um, you also tapped for that color of mana. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Anyway, I've never. I've never seen this card before. Spellbook. Playable in Cheerios. Huh. I'd say. Uh, I think. It's a zero mana artifact. So you just play it for free. And it says you have no maximum hand size. Alex, what is Cheerios? <laughs> Cheerios, it, there's, I think there's a couple versions of it. I assume it. it's zero mana spells. It's a, yeah, it, it, um, the deck goes off by playing a series of spells that cost zero mana. Hence, like, Cheerios. Yeah. There's, I think there's a version that uses kobolds. There's mm. a modern deck that uses all the zero cost equipment and... Um, like Hercules so, Recall. Pure Steel Paladin. Yeah. So it just like goes Pure Steel Paladin, like zero oh, zero zero, like starts ripping cards, and then I think it tendrils you or something. Yeah. No. It, it um it grape, grape shots. shots, and it also plays what's his name um from Kaladesh, the White Sram. Oh uh, right. It yeah. plays Sram and Pure Steel Paladin, and just yeah, like, you just like, zero you, you, zero cost equipment draws more cards. You basically rip your deck and then yeah. like, kill them with something. Mm -hmm. Huh. It, it, cool. it performed really well, then people realized that SRAM and Pure Steel Paladin died literally everything. I so like, hey, this Fatal Push seems pretty good. Yeah, when, when people realize, like, when somebody resolves SRAM and you're not like, okay. Wow. Right? And when, when, you're, when you take the correct response of, oh, lightning bolt. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's basically a storm deck, just yeah. in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So. Anyway, I guess it's the uh, spellbook, I guess. And our rare is uh, something that I know I tried to do in Limited and then oh, realized no. that it was not a good idea. This was early days. Traumatize. Oh! Three blue-blue sorcery. Target player puts the top half of his or her library rounded down into his or her graveyard. It mills so much. It does, but and they still have... never, ever, ever kill your opponent. Yep. <laughs> like... Because half rounded down is never going to be their whole it's deck. It's like, this mills 30 cards! Actually, it mills like 20 or 15 or like 8. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it'll get them closer, but... Yeah, yeah. it's like... Yeah. If they have two cards, takes away one, they draw it, they're dead. Mill is a weird Eventually, thing. Eventually, yeah. they draw... Well, on their next turn. Yeah. Because, again, it's not drawing the last card. It's trying to draw from an empty deck. My personal, it's also a sorcery, okay. so... Yeah. Here's my feelings on Mill. I think... <clears throat> Incidental Mill works in draft. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the decks are only 40 cards, and you might actually just like. It's really hard to set up in draft, though. I imagine yeah. so, but it's like, you know, you could you could conceivably get there in a game. Like, you mm -hmm. can mill out, you know, that many cards. Every other format besides that, it's combo mill or forget it. Yeah. Like, like I mean, Stone doesn't or, work yeah. otherwise. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it happen at. You know, on pre pre releases and stuff, mm -hmm. that, yeah. that Mill has worked. Yeah, because you only. Although, more often it's. For people milling, milling themselves, themselves as opposed to... It's yeah, people milling themselves... Well, killing your opponent by milling their library, which is what I associate with but it, But it's like people milling themselves, but it being helped by the opponent yeah. <laughs> seems to be the best way. Like if you're play, play, playing against somebody who will be milling themselves, and then you sort of push them a little farther than they were intending on going, yeah. that seems to be the best way we, to do it. I mean, like, in, in Highlander and probably most other constructive formats, the only kind of mill that really actually works is either you brain freeze them 
you go painter, servant, grindstone, or um, helm of obedience, rest in peace. Hmm. Or is it rest in peace? I think so. I don't. Whatever, I don't, I don't whatever know. the other card hmm. that makes that combo work, because then you just go. My favorite limited, because this this did work, was original Innistrad. My favorite mill, limited mill was the uh, the Dream Twist deck in mm. original Innistrad, because mm -hmm. Dream Twist was uh, one blue mana, instant. Uh, your opponent mills three, right? Three. Yep. Flashback for one and a blue. So you can go mill three. Like, end your turn, mill three, flashback, mill three, untap, dream twist again. Like, there was, like... Mm -hmm. like didn't, and at common, you didn't need to pick up too many of these to make it work. I had a deck with four. Yeah, that would do it. Also, like, even incidental <laughs> do it. in limited, it's like your chance of getting their bomb it seems, like, possible. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, in Innistrad, there was a lot of reasons to self-mill. Mm -hmm. um, like for the for the zombies, for example. There were zombies you had to exile creatures out of your bin. Like you could definitely be helping someone if you uh, mm -hmm. were trying to mill them with Dream Twist. I, but you also could sometimes just win. I, I remember a friend of mine telling me about one experience where they were playing against somebody who had the equipment equipped to a one-toughness creature that it was the chainsaw analog. Chainsaw. Yeah, uh, um, Trepanation Blade. Trepanation Blade. When you attacked, you basically like... Um, Drilled down until you hit a land. Mm -hmm. um, opponent did that, attacked, milled a Geist Flame. Mm. And he was just like, flashback, kill your creature. Oh. Because it was just, Trepanation Blade didn't buff toughness, and it was a one toughness creature. Okay, oh. so Brutal. just before we leave the topic of mill, mm -hmm. how much do you think Glimpse the Unthinkable is worth right now? Forty-five dollars. Thirty-two US dollars. I was wow. joking. That's, wow, really? Thirty-two. Glimpse the Unthinkable is, remind me? It is... Mill 10. Blue, Blue black, black, mill 10. Sorcery, mill 10. Huh. $32. Wow, for what huh. deck? <laughs> Alex has no idea why. Uh, I know in Commander there is a mill deck that's based around um, uh, Una. Mm. Because there are so ways to just make infinite mana. Don't invest in magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cool art, though. Hey. It's very cool. Like the cards, like sweet, but it's like why, why, why? Speaking though of Commander, uh, so what's up, Paul? Sorry, I was just looking at the at the the, the discussion page for this card. Oh no! Uh, the top one is he just saw the price tag of this card, <laughs> <laughs> but which, by the way, was posted in 2011. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wow. Oh boy. Also, so, just they're dogs and they're playing poker. Why? <laughs> so speaking of Commander. Um, the spoilers have started to come out for Commander 17. Oh boy! And uh, there's some there's some really cool cards in there, uh, particularly for Commander. But there's some stuff that translates out to so, Highlander as well. I uh, like my I don't especially care for Commander myself as a format. Mm -hmm. However, every time a, a new Commander set is printed, it's like weird out of season Christmas for Highlander players. Yeah. Because Commander is the set that they're allowed to print. Whatever nutso, oddball, weird stuff they want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that stuff is super relevant to us because it's like yeah. they could never put this in a core set. Yeah, they you would, would never probably... see true name nemesis yeah. in a core set. They can make right? big mistakes, is yeah. what I'm saying. But there's some real good cards in this set that we're quite enthusiastic about. Right. So I don't know where to start, honestly. Can I um, start? Could we... yeah. Sure, go for it. Yeah. Actually, could we talk about Cast Distant Mage? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Um, 
So Kess Dissident Mage casts for one blue, black, red. D dissident. Dissident? Dissident. Yeah. No. yeah. Sorry, I thought you said distant. Dis distant. No, I said dissident. Oh, okay. I mean, she can fly, so. Uh, Kess Dissident Kess, Mage. Kess, you're really far away. Kess Dissident Mage <laughs> casts for one blue, black, red. So for one and then mm -hmm. the full Grixis. You mm -hmm. get a 3-4 human wizard that flies. And uh, during each of your turns, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. If a card casts away, will be put into your graveyard this turn. Exile it instead. So, so yeah, there, I think this, the, there's been a lot of chance talking about this. this. I think the general consensus on the Highlander um, discussion is that this card is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like, curious it's not, about it. It's not because so, but the 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 first instinct with this card, at least for me, was to compare it to Snapcaster Mage. Right, which and is it's, not not. Yeah. Incorrect, but I don't think it's a good comparison. No. Um, because this doesn't have flash, costs twice as much. Um, the caveat because, of you not being able to cast during your opponent's turn is like yeah. bad. So this is never going to hit, you know, mana drain. Or like literally any counter spell, which yeah. kind of sucks. But... Un un unless your opponent tries to do something on your turn. Yeah, which is less likely, but you know, it, it's it, still, it it's not impossible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, would be it, very stupid of them because they would see, yeah, or just unobservant. Because if Kess Kess is in play, because yeah. Kess does not have flash, if, so if Kess is in play and there's a there's a counter spell in your graveyard, it's open information yeah. mm -hmm. that whatever they do is going to get countered. But but maybe you don't see it. Who knows? She, yeah, I think but she's still going to be good as like a value creature because e mm -hmm. like even think about your baseline of being able to cast like a lightning bolt or a ponder a second time. Yep. You know, with no cost to number or, of cards. Or a time walk. Yeah. Or an that's ancestral. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Like um also the, the body's the, really good. Yeah. Like four toughness doesn't die to bolt. I, I think this it flies. really like Imagine getting a second uh cruel edict. Or cruel, cruel ultimatum. ultimatum. Yeah. Woo! Okay, that's you still have right. to, you still have to pay the casting cost. You do. Yeah. You do have to pay the casting cost. But, but yeah. if you've already cast it once, you should be yeah. able to do like, that. Even stuff like Impulse, you could mm -hmm. cast uh, so, Treasure Cruise again, yep. maybe. I, I, I like this a lot. Yeah. I don't actually know who like the canon commanders are for these decks. But this Kess, is one of them. But Kess is legendary, so <laughs> she could be. Yeah. In, I also mean, has the human and wizard subtype, so that's not mm -hmm. irrelevant. Yeah, yeah she'll, like, she'll, yeah. She, she taps for Azami's ability, Lady Azami. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh. It's yeah. It's interesting because like the first thing I thought of when I when I saw it was like the like Selesnaya style, uh, uh, like sorceries that create tokens and stuff. But mm. of course, you can't play those in the same deck. Yeah, with, yeah. with right. her as the commander. But yeah, uh, yeah she's yeah. Like giving super a, nasty a spell flashback every turn is probably going to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. And remember, this is commander where you're playing singleton. So suddenly, your singleton deck is. Actually, Got two of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, flashback, uh, anger of the gods, and she lives through it. Mm-hmm. I want to. Uh, someone else who lives through it. I want to briefly talk about the two the two sides of Tigum. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. Wait, there's two Tigums. There's yep. two Tigums oh, before well, and after, or or from each timeline. Yeah, from each timeline. So yeah. Tigum Ojutai Master is two white blue for a three four legendary human monk. Mm -hmm. Uh, instant sorcery and dragon spells you control can't be countered by spells or abilities. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, this Tigum is all the way at the bottom of the page, Paul, if you're looking. Oh, I see. I think I, this I don't guy know is why. a reprint. No. Nope. I, I thought he was... No, he looks different. 
I thought he was in an earlier commander set. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I haven't seen him anywhere. He was mentioned three. in cons a lot, yeah, such as yeah. on Tygum Scheming. Oh, oh, that, And then, oh. second ability, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand, if Tygum Master attacked this turn, that spell gains rebound. Oh. Rebound is you exile it as it resolves, and then at the beginning of your next upkeep, you get to cast it again for free. That's pretty good. Um, and it's important to remember, of course, that you can say... <laughs> Uh, declare Tygum as an attacker, hold priority, and cast an instant right then. Yep. Yep. And then that counts as Tygum having attacked this turn. Also, it's not just one. Uh, that's yeah. a really good point. You can cast as many instants or sorceries as you want. Oh. Yep. And even if as, oh, as, as long as he's attacked okay. this turn, they all get rebound. And even if he dies, they're still sitting there rebounding. Yep. He's he, he's got to be. Uh, he's going to be in play when you cast it for this ability to happen, mm -hmm. right? But uh, yeah. Does but once you've cast them, yeah. they're Does rebounded. Does this guy want this this card? I think so. Like he has to like, untap. Four mana is a lot, but and he has to live. Like it's really the cool. upside seems quite strong. This, this card's really cool. It will mm -hmm. probably at least see testing. I don't know if yeah. we mentioned it, but one of the decks in. In Commander in C seventeen is uh, five color dragons, mm -hmm. and this relevant for dragons. Uh, speaking of uh, Tygum, now now over in the darkest timeline, Tygum Sidisi's hand oh, is yeah, this guy. three blue black for a three four legendary human wizard. Skip your draw step. Hey, that's wait. bold. This better be good. Yeah, yeah, this would better be good. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Wowee! That's very good. Okay. And for, so yeah. and for okay. a single black and tap and exile X cards from your graveyard, target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn. Woof! So my... Wow. My unfortunate take on this when I saw it was just like, this is like a hojillion mana for some pretty okay effects. Yeah. They're really cool. Like, this is super mm -hmm. cool, but it's like... Five. Well, it, it yeah, and that, that 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 might be too much in Highlander. Yeah, but but in Commander, like, oh, this is yeah. dope. No, this is yeah. this is gonna be sweet. And yeah, like replacing your replacing your draw step with a free strategic planning every turn. That seems pretty that's cool. Sweet. Yeah, I I would have loved like just that effect for like less and a smaller body. Hmm. That would be sweet. It's like mm -hmm. I don't know, like a three drop Bob that does that. Maybe it doesn't even have. I mean, it also is cool that it fuels its own removal ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and, this, I was just thinking. I think this card's super cool. It'll probably never see play in Highlander, but so yeah, what? no, it's yeah. And I was just thinking in like a commander game, because uh, you can do the his second ability whenever. Yeah. So you can just like mess with other people's combats. Combat math, yeah. yeah. And so just being like these two people attack. Uh, yeah, he gets minus one, minus one. Like just you can just mm -hmm. do the little like Kingmaker touch moves on things. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, yeah, I want that guy to win this fight. Tygum seems like he'd be a sweet uh, commander, because he's not one of the commanders for these decks, but it seems like he'd be, be a sweet commander for a zombie commander deck. Yeah. He he also just seems like a real shoe-in for anybody who's playing Sidisi as their commander. Yeah. Just like self-mill yourself until you get massive value. Well, you couldn't actually put... Tie him into a Sidisi. Cause no, yeah, you could no, put her into uh, Sidisi's mono black, isn't no. it? Sultai Sidisi. Yeah. Oh, Sultai Sidisi, sorry. Yeah, yeah, From yeah, this yeah. timeline. Right, yes. Um, Wait. Yeah, actually, that would no, be, be perfect. That's the other timeline. This is the. 
No, no, in the Khan's timeline, Tigum is a Sultai wizard. Sultai scheming, or, or yeah, Tigum, Tigum scheming. scheming is a Sultai card. Oh. Yeah. In, so, the, in the Dragon's timeline, Tigum is an Ojitai monk. Oh, I got that backwards. Oh, interesting. Oh. Right. Yeah, he's a real dickhead in that timeline, <laughs> too. <laughs> what a jerk. Uh, uh, um, What's-her-name runs into him, and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> I have two legendary creatures that are three drops that I'm real stoked about. All right, lay it on us. Uh, Mary's back. Mary! And she's all better. Yay, Mary! Mary, Weatherlight Duelist. Mary the no longer cursed, or more likely this... Mary the before the curse, but don't worry about it. Like, oh my god. No one tell card. Mary about the curse. <laughs> Mir- okay, so let's get started. Um, I like Hate Bears. Yeah. Hate Bear, mm-hmm. like Green White Hate Bears is a good deck. And the, the comment that was made on this card when we were discussing was that it's like, it's good to see Hate Bears hating out other creatures now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one green, white. For a 3 2 with first strike. Soul. That's a solid that's, card. That's a solid card. <clears throat> Line of text number two. Whenever Mary Weatherlight Duelist attacks, each opponent can't block with more than one creature this combat. <laughs> no, no. Choose your it's, champion. And it's not she can't be blocked by more than one it's creature. It's just yeah. you, you crack in with your team, and Mary, it's like, which one block will you make this turn? That's amazing. Yeah. But wait, there's more! As long as she's tapped, no more than one creature can attack you each combat. Hmm. So you crack in, and it's like, okay, which one creature do you want to fight me with? The incentive to attack with Miri is immense. Mm-hmm. It's just like, so, it's just like people aren't going to have good blocks, and it, and it protects you. So against any, like, wide deck... Mm-hmm. It, it just should, totally yeah, hoses just, it. Yeah. 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 Like this is gonna be an aggro player's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Just the worst. Like you crack in against goblins with this, and it's like Okay. Good job, you emptied the Warrens. Oh no, you have so many yeah, so many just, creatures. What am I ever gonna this do? This card is like super efficient and it's Miri. just it's just good, 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 good. I'm just imagining that scenario, Paul, which is just Miri rocks up and the all the goblins like shove one, one. goblin out <laughs> to fight her and she just smashes them. And then the next, then on, on their turn, they're all like, okay, that didn't work. She's over here now, so... Uh, you. Um, Grubnard. Yeah, Grubnard. You, you go over there and try and attack that wizard uh, all by yourself. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the other three drop. Yeah. Um, they printed a card for me. Mathis Fiendseeker Ooh. is a Mardu boy. Ooh. In fact, he might be. Are I don't, we, know, I don't we, actually think there's any other Mardu boys that are, are that are, are just three. Marduing it? We're, I think we're Marduing it. So red, white, black for a three-three with menace. Again. Okay. That, yeah. Three mana, three-three menace. Sure. At the beginning of your end step. Ooh, your end step. So the turn I, you play. I love this mm-hmm. trend towards abilities triggering on your end step because it means absolutely you actually get actually to do the good thing. and you actually get to do stuff. So on your end step, put a bounty counter on target creature and opponent controls. For as long as that creature has a bounty counter on it, it has, when this creature dies, each opponent draws a card and you gain two life. <laughs> so you cast this guy, like, you. And when you kill that creature, you gain two life and draw a card. Nice. Does red, white, and black play any removal? Uh, <laughs> traditionally, those are, uh, I think, the most removal light. It's very... Well, the other one, heavy. Yeah. Removal yeah. heavy colors. Yeah. Yes, so it's like a pretty efficient body with evasion 
And you get to put that, you get to spread those around every oh, turn. You, you can every, put a counter on a different creature. Every end yep. step, you just start marking mm -hmm. stuff. And what? then, like, if they lose in combat or whatever. The only caveat is that he has to be in play for you to get that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but well, my question about this Wombo combo. Bounty hunter. <laughs> <gasps> what? 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 That's really silly. Wow. Sorry. Uh, Paul just pulled up Bounty Hunter from uh, Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. Two black, black for a 2 2 <laughs> minion. Uh, tap, put a bounty counter on target non-black creature, and tap, destroy target creature with any bounty counters on it. Okay, buy this card out. <laughs> wow. That's got to get in that deck. Yeah. My question about minion, or, uh, sorry, the, 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 about Mathis is, what is the brand? I don't recognize Have we seen symbol. that symbol before? I can't. He's a vampire, I so don't it might be like it. a Markov brand or something. Oh, it might, yeah. be, it might be at the house, that's a good point. Yeah, it might be the, the Markov house. Brand. Hey, speaking of Markov, oh, yeah. let's actually talk about Edgar Markov. What up, yeah. Daddy Markov? So this is Soren's dad, dad, dad or I mean maybe not dad, but like the the, the head sire. of the yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the one of the other commander decks is Mardu Vampires. Mm -hmm. uh, Edgar Markov, three red, white, black. So three and the Mardu for a four-four legendary vampire knight with a new ability that is on some commanders in this set called Eminence. Which seems really which is the, quite strong. Their to me. power is so present that you feel you feel their presence and their power even when they are in the command zone. Mm -hmm. So, Eminence. Whenever you cast another vampire spell, if Edgar Markov is on the battlefield or in the command zone, create a one-one black vampire. That's pretty decent. He also has first strike and haste. Woof. And whenever Edgar Markov attacks, hold on to your butts. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each vampire you control. Yeah, that seems really good because you're yep. just like... Six mana for him. How many vampires will you have cast? And thereby, how many vampires will you have created in the first five turns of the game? Yeah. And then play him with haste, attack, and then your whole team gets a plus one, plus one yeah. counter. Woof! Yeah. Wow, we. I really like that, unlike... Um, oh, he puts it on himself, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Unlike, unlike Drana, this doesn't rely on him connecting. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just realized he's actually a 5-5. Five five. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's got haste, and whenever he attacks, he becomes a 5-5. Five five. So, like, on an empty-ass board, he's a 5-5 five five with first strike and haste. Yup. That, like, slits himself before he even hits. Mm -hmm. Like, Eminence is interesting, because it's... Because nothing can interact with things in the command zone. If I'm honest, so it sounds kind of cheap ass. Mm -hmm. Like so, it's based get, like like it's pumped. sort of like the there's a few things in um, uh, conspiracy that do stuff like that, right? Where right. it's like you have like they're they're like the conspiracies where they're just kind of sitting there, mm -hmm. like they're almost like um, or, or the uh, uh, you know the things where it's like uh, the. Uh, what, what were they? The the little vanguard guys, right? Like it's almost like that. Like it's just like you are, you've got a thing that right. makes your game a little different than everybody else's game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but nobody can mess with it. Like theoretically, you could just even no. I, yeah, theor there's no way for them to stop this from happening, right? Because if they, I guess they could put him into your hand, or can you not do that? Uh... You always have the option of moving them back to the command zone if they change zone. Mm. Right. So there's no way for them to... They can kill Edgar as many times as they want, and it'll still keep happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey. They'll just chill in the um, command zone. 
drinking daiquiris or whatever he does. <laughs> I got another vampire I want to talk about. Yeah, okay. Blood daiquiris? Yeah. Uh, Keru Mind Eater. Oh yeah, this guy actually oh, looks really interesting. This one has, has had some humming and hawing over it. Like, I really want to play it. Um, I'm going to temper my expectations, but it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, for two and a black, you get a one three with menace. Oh, this is one of the Tarkir vampires with yeah. the crazy teeth. So, like, only one power, but it's got evasion of some sort and sure. a decent amount of toughness. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles a card from their hand face down. So it hand attacks them. They, they get to choose. Yeah. But rather than discard, it exiles. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know this ability is a little bit like um, um, hypnotic specter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, losing the random clause is like you know kind of lame, but you know it exiles it. Oh, but wait. <laughs> you may look at and play cards exiled with care of mind eater, and that mm. word play. Yep. Is really important. Yes. Not cast play. Which means that not only does this effect hit their lands, you can play their lands. Mm -hmm. Which, and the being able to play their lands means you might be able to actually cast their spells. Yeah. And that also means that they've got to make a choice, and they can't just they can't just like cheap out and give up their lands. Yeah. yeah. So the you know it's like maybe compare this sort of obliquely to um, uh, Shadow Mage Infiltrator. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Which is, you know, a 1-3 with evasion that draws you cards. Mm -hmm. And Shadow Mage Infiltrator, you know, it's like you're always drawing a card from your deck, so that's maybe better. But this one is like diminishing their card advantage and, in theory, increasing yours. Like, you might get a bunch of uncastable dirt, mm -hmm. but... Now, what's interesting <clears throat> about the Keru Mind Eater is that um, uh, in, in your world, in Highlander, mm -hmm. The face down does not matter at all. It's irrelevant. In a, in a multiplayer game, only you and the defending player know what card that is. Ooh, mind game. No one else is allowed to know. I don't know how relevant that is. I just think it's an interesting choice. Could be cool. It's yeah. like here, you may have this. Ooh, thank you. This is a <laughs> I'm this is, sending you a signal. This yeah. is a care mind eater. What yeah. is it doing? It's starving. <laughs> Whoa. Your mind. Yeah. Your mind is so empty. Um. Uh, yeah, I had one more black card, but if you want to... Oh, I just wanted to talk about the curses. I really love the art cycle on this. Yeah. There's one I'm actually excited about, but I what, like What is it. this guy's name? Did we... Oh, uh, you and Kathleen. Oh, Brody, Brody Todd. Brody, yeah, Brody, Todd. Brody this, Todd has a bad this wasn't. This wasn't from us. Uh, Shiva mentioned it in chat, but uh, I believe someone else had originally come up with it. But yeah, this is... This is uh, the the Brody Todd adventures. Yep. So curse of uh, let's start with uh, white, I guess. Curse of vitality. Brody Todd gets poked. <laughs> um, this I don't know who this guy actually is or what his real name is, but, but this, he's on this same the entire character cycle, just yeah. having a bad time in every single one. Yeah. So curse of vitality, two and white, aura curse, en enchant player. Uh, whenever a enchanted player is attacked, you gain two life. Each opponent attacking that player does the same. Feeling very attacked here. Yeah. Hey, so, everybody, fight that guy. It's a very group huggy kind of card. Mm -hmm. So it's group except one hug. Yeah. So any so anytime anytime someone attacks the player, the attacker and you gain two life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a massive disadvantage for the cursed person. Yeah. And like kind of gets people on your side because you get to gain life off mm -hmm. of them. Hmm. 
Uh, Curse of Verbosity, aka this is such good art. Brody yeah, Todd gets <laughs> Brody Todd gets beaten up at a pub. Yeah, is uh, two and a blue or a curse enchant player. Whenever enchanted player is attacked, draw a card. Each opponent, each attacking, each opponent attacking that player does the same. So yeah. if yeah. someone other than you attacks the cursed opponent, they draw a card and you draw a card. Brody Todd has no idea that this is his last drink. <laughs> <laughs> Brody Todd has a loud mouth. <laughs> Curse of Disturbance, Brody Todd loses his way down a dark alley, is two and a black. Uh, whenever an uh, enchanted player is attacked, you get a 2-2 zombie. Each opponent attacking that player does the same. Uh, Brody Todd visits his grandmother. Yep. In single player, this is a strict upgrade on uh, Curse, Curse of, of Shallow, Shallow Graves. Graves. In multiplayer, yeah. it's different. Hmm. Um, Curse of Shallow Graves is a similar card. Two and a black. Um, Curse of player, whenever they are attacked... Um, I think it's the, the the attacking player gets a tapped zombie. Mm. Um, so in, in 1v1, you like curse them. Anytime you swing at them, you get a free zombie. This one, uh, right. th this new card is better for 1v1 because the zombie is untapped. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the same effect. Yeah, and in, in, in multiplayer, it just means that you're, you, whoever attacks them also gets yeah. zombie. So I've heard so. this card is actually like underrated. In Highlander, and I want to try it out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Curse of Opulence, Brody Todd wins the lottery. <laughs> is a single red mana. Whenever enchanted player is attacked, create a colorless artifact token named Gold. Remember that from Theros. Yep. And it has sacrificed this artifact. Add one mana of any color to I your like mana pool. And each opponent attacking them does the this same. This is a weird thing for red to be doing. We were talking about this that like there's a handful of red cards that have this weird sort of ramp ability, mm -hmm. and nobody's really being able to figure out what it's good for, because it's like oh it's free mana, but it's like but what deck cares about that? Yeah. In red? Hmm. Yeah. Because like other colors do this better. Yeah. Like, green ramps better. I mean, red does have a long tradition of doing things that other colors do, but way worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like gamble. Gamble, yeah. yeah. You know, or like the, the, the weird goblin draw spells. It's like, draw four cards, then pitch three at random. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how? Oh. Guild. Yeah, Guild was and, the card from... Uh, then there was King... Theros, King... King Makar? Yeah, King Makar. Right, The yeah. gold something? The AKA King yeah. Midas, yeah. Yeah. This is the ones that get, got the, that got you the gold. So those are gold cussed. Yeah, it is interesting. And then the last one, uh, Curse of Bounty. Brody Todd makes some doggo friends. <laughs> is uh, one and a green enchant player. Whenever enchanted players attacked, untap all non-land permanents you control. This, this one seems really good. This is nuts because it gives whoever's it gives whoever's attacking that that player sort of feast. Yeah, vigilance basically. Yeah. Boof. I mean, it doesn't untap land. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Wait, sorry, not not sort of feast and famine, but yeah, vigilance. Does yeah, everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually have not read about who this guy is, but and I. He's Brody Todd. And I, he's, I, I love the adventure. This time. also untaps all your mana rocks. Yep. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. Um. Yeah, this so. seems really good in like a, uh, like a simic or a, like, any any kind of tempo deck. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this reminds me a little bit of uh, Garak. Oh, the, Garak. the ultimate for Garak Apex Predator. Hmm. Uh, which is, you're being you're being hunted. Yeah, target opponent. <clears throat> get you give an emblem to an opponent, which I think is the only 
planeswalker that gives other people emblems. Right. This is for you. That's a curse emblem. Whenever a creature attacks you, you get that creature gets plus five, plus five, and trample. How great would it Here, be to like to, to to ultimate this just so you can like two hand and like hand a horse like yeah. onigashimas? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like I don't want it. It's like it would be rude to refuse this. <laughs> Tied with the, like the black and white string. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got two more I want to talk about. All right. I have uh, one more that I want to talk about. All right. Well, I'll I'll do this one first. Oh, then. that's a Durgan. Uh, they finally did it. The absolute madmen. They printed the Ur Dragon. Hmm. We've heard I am superest Ur? dragon ever. <laughs> we've heard rumblings of the Ur Dragon. We've seen him mentioned in flavor text. We've uh, we've seen their Scion show up. Scion of the Ur. Who's dragon. also in this? I think. Uh, presumably, but uh, the Ur Dragon, the big one, four white, blue, black, red, green. Nine mana. Talk, talk about uh, weekend splash, for this. Yeah. <laughs> we can splash for this. Yeah. A 10-10 flying legendary dragon avatar. With eminence, because you can feel them coming. As long as the Ur-Dragon is in the command zone or on the battlefield, dragon spells you cast cost one less. And whenever one or more dragons you control attack, draw that many cards. Uh-huh. Then you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield. Oh, okay. For free. Dragons and dragons and dragons and dragons and dragons you, and dragons. Like Johnniest card ever? I mean, it's probably. Really I mean, it takes nine mana, five of them are the full Wooburg, so it's not easy to cast. So what do you think about the idea of, like, making this guy your commander? Uh-huh. I love it. Which, mean, which means that you can have any card you want in your commander deck. Yeah. But basically being result being resigned to that you will never actually bring him out. Like yeah. all yeah. Yeah. You, I mean like like you have him as your commander so that and and it just basically makes it so you don't have a commander and all your dragon cards all cost your dragons are cheaper. A deck that casts pretty much like, that could be worth it. for four seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's also like other effects that further decrease the cost mm-hmm. of dragons. Like casting I, like big haste dragons for like four or three mana yeah. Seems pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like, I, I also like the presence there's of... There's this guy, right? Beep, beep. Oh yeah, Ramos Dragon Engine. Mm. Six mana, legendary artifact creature dragon. is a, uh, It's a 4-4 four, four flyer. Whenever you, cast a, whenever you cast a spell, put a plus and plus one counter on Ramos Dragon Engine for each of that spell's colors. Woof. Remove five plus and plus one counters from Ramos and add white, white, blue, blue, black, black, red, red, green, green to your mana pool. Activate this ability only once and each turn. that is part of his color identity? Is yes. It? Yes. Yeah, because the so oh, it if, makes mana. So if yeah. he was your commander, I, well, because the symbols are on the card, not because yeah, it makes not, the mana, because the symbols on the card. Yeah, uh, not in the reminder text. So yeah. if he was your commander, you could actually play every, any color. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. And, and like, I really like these creatures because there are like a handful, a tiny handful of five color commanders. You've got yeah. Progenitus. You have Child of Alara. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've got Sliver Queen. Promat. Then you've got Chromat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the addition of like several five-color commanders. Well, real is... quick then, before you, before you talk about your last thing, let's yeah. also talk about Okagachi, Vengeful Kami, which is another five-color commander. Cheaper at one and the full Wooburg, so one white, blue, black, red, green. It's going to be a limit to how cheap it can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five. Uh, is a 6-6 six, six flying trample. Sweet. It's also a legendary dragon spirit. For any spirit value you might want to get. Also, it looks amazing. Yeah, the art on this is beautiful. Uh, whenever Okagachi deals combat damage to a player, which is pretty easy to do with a 6-6 flying trample, if that player attacked you during his or her last turn, 
exile target non-land permanent that player controls. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah, it's Whoop. like, I'm sorry. Did you say something to me? <laughs> no. This guy and the Ur-Dragon are buddies, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Best friends. Because you get to... He's got the one colorless in his mana cost, which you can get rid of. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then Alex. he'll draw you a card. Yeah. What, what else do you want to talk Stay about? Stay with me now. Playable zombie. Oh, playable Ooh. zombie. Getting in that Highlander it's deck, a, finally. It's a four drop, which is Ooh, unfortunate. A four drop. Towards but the top end of a zombie deck. It's very towards the top end. But wow. this this one, like, I kind of overlooked this at first, and then Ben Wheeler is like, this card is, like, decent to good, is what he said. And I was like, ooh, that is ooh, high praise, praise indeed. Yeah. I'm talking about Vindictive Lich. Mm. Mm. So three and a black gets you a four one. That That's a uh, kind that's, of, you'd think that's, that's a poopy body. body. On a zombie. Yeah. But. Zombie wizard, though. When it dies, choose one or one or more. Um, each mode must target a different player. So in one v one, pick one. Okay. Uh, target opponent sacrifices a creature. Target opponent discards two cards. Target opponent loses five life. Oh. Ooh. So okay. the one toughness actually becomes uh, an advantage for this mm -hmm. card because you just crash it in, and if they chump with something crappy, you nug them for five. Yeah. That seems really good. Or if you're behind, you mind rot them or you edict their best guy. Yeah. Um, well, their worst guy. Or their worst yeah. guy. But it's like if they've chumped you, that's one less option for them to get edicted by. Yeah. And, you know, the zombies deck plays a non-zero number of ways to... Uh, get, get zombies back? Well, get zombies back and to, like, sack your own guy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this card seems fine. It, mm. it gives the deck reach. Um... It's got big teeth, and you know what it sort of reminds me of? Uh, it's a little bit like Amet Eternal, and that, mm -hmm. like this card will get in. Yeah. Like the only one way or another. Yeah, one way or another. It's like the only the only one that this is worried about is like Path or Swords. It's like a four one with Afflict five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Afflict five once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which seems pretty good. It's just like, it's like the damage will be inflicted, and and it's like, be like unless they can exile it. It makes it so any cards you have that bring things back from the graveyard, which you probably have a few yeah, in a like zombie it, deck, it's just like every once this guy lands on the board, the the other player is effectively five health lower than he thought he was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's just like I might even <laughs> just, just play don't this. know it yet. Yeah, I might even just play this as a curve topper in like an aggressive deck. Hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I like the the third mode on. The death clause seems like probably the best. Yeah, you know, just like being able to force damage in yeah. is is pretty cool. So, Cam, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I think that was basically everything. All right. Well, I just want to then talk very briefly about Teferi's protection. Oh, oh yeah, boy. this because this is the one that made me scream. <laughs> this is a card. He he did. It was an amazing noise. Uh, this is a card that has a, a keyword has not been printed on a magic card in 20 years. No, <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> no joke, not since 97. Yep. So, uh, two and a white, instant. Until your next turn, your life total can't change. Okay. And you have protection from everything. Woof. Neat. All permanents you control phase out. What's, what now? And then you exile Teferi's protection. 
So the reminder text on phase out is, while they're phased out, they're treated as though they don't exist. They phase in before you untap during your untap step. And phasing is dissimilar from like blink effects in mm -hmm. that they, they technically they remain on the, on the battlefield, but they are considered not in play. They so they, they, don't, they don't get any enters play triggers. Mm -hmm. So basically what Teferi's Protection does is if someone is, for example, wiping the board, as tends to happen in Commander, you protect every, uh, everything of yours, phases away, the board gets wiped, your creatures stay there because they're they're not on this plane of existence, and then on your turn, they all phase back hey, this in. this is yeah. finally an answer to Cyclonic Rift. Yeah. Yeah. Or, maybe, because it's in white, maybe you're the monster with the board wipe, mm -hmm. and you you tap out, float all your mana. Terminus, right? hold priority, Teferi's Protection. Well, you, you can just do it first. You just, yeah. Teferi's Protection, phase everything out, board wipe. Yeah. And then, boom. Time and Tide. <gasps> wow. All creatures that are phased out phase in, and all what creatures that are phased in phase out. What is going on with out. that art? Wowee. So, yeah, phasing was like a... Phasing in and phasing out was a thing that... There was like cards that phased every turn or whatever. I don't... I think this is the only card with phasing, but I, I love that they brought it back. Yeah. They did also... This, this card did also bring with it a rules change. Yep. Mm. Which some people are not stoked about, but it's really corner case. It, the, yeah, the... It's... People were very mad when they misunderstood the rules change, and then, then now that they do, the only people that are mad are people who are like, no, my weird corner my case. My sapphire charm yeah, my in sapphire legacy. charm no longer blows away batter skull. Um, batter skull. Yeah. So it's... it's um, or vision charm or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, charm? It used to be that uh, if a token phased out, it would cease to exist in the same way that uh, unsummoning or exiling or blinking a token would make it cease to exist. Now, tokens... Because everything with phasing remains in play, uh, tokens can phase out and phase back in again. Hmm. Which yeah. is, uh, like I said, a big rules change for a small amount of interactions. Yeah. Yeah. I think what pe people got really mad about it because they misunderstood that, like, no, like, the literal mechanic phasing. Well, not, yeah, they, they thought not, that it was blinking. Blink they thought it was yeah. blinking. It's like, yeah, so that's, that's what James told me. He's like... Everyone thought it was, they meant blinking. He's like, tokens are going to blink. And I'm like, what? And then I went and read Matt Tabak's like, post oh, and it was like, no, phasing. They won't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so don't worry. Yeah, the only people, unless you play Batterskull yeah, and Legacy, and even then it's like I'm sure blue players no, will adapt. Unless you play Sapphire Charm and Legacy, yeah. Batterskull players and Legacy are like, woo. Yep. One less sideboard card to worry about. So what? Sapphire Charm just makes a creature it's, phase I, it's out. It's either Sapphire Charm or Vision Charm. It's like target creature phases out, and there's some weirdo Weird clause, clause with it where it's like if you phase out a token, anything attached to it. Goes away forever. Oh yeah. wow! So you like you phase the the germ token and batter skull gets lost. Yeah, <laughs> it goes missing. Yeah, the germ token comes back and you're like, where was the thing that came with you? And it's like I don't know, oh. but I'm really cool. Sapphire charm. Oh, vision charm. It... Target artifact phases out. Maybe I have it the opposite oh, way. Yeah. There we go. Target artifact phases out. Wait, no. Uh, can you can you show us sapphire charm? It's one of these charms is the one that that works. I think it's Sapphire Charm, maybe. But that one phases out an artifact, but that wouldn't that would that would kill the germ, but then the batter skull will come back. The rules interaction no, is really well, weird. Well there's no clause for it to phase back in. Right. But when something phases out, it just it does phase back in. I guess so, yeah. Hmm. It makes my brain think. hurt. Yeah. Anything that phases out automatically phases back in on your before your untap step. Okay. Ah, there we go. Yeah, Sapphire Charm. Target creature and opponent controls there phases out. Yeah. So yeah, you phase out the germ, mm -hmm. it goes away forever, and then 
Yeah, it, yeah. It, presumably Batterskull gets lost. Yeah, it 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 goes missing. Yeah, it I is. just like the germ comes back, and you're like, "Where's your Batterskull?" My what now? Oh, I left and it. I left it in the void. Yeah, and the germ is like, "I don't know, I don't." I, but now, but now you have no toughness, and the germ's like, "Oh yeah, right." Yeah, no, and dies. I am really cold. <laughs> he just ah, uh, just fades away. <laughs> Uh, I felt bad for germs. Oh, I see. So the yeah, because the deal is that they. Oh, it, it's I, something. Something. If it has an art, if it's if it has an artifact attached to it, it goes with it. It goes with it. So phasing, also, phasing out the germ means that the germ phases out, takes the batter skull with it, and then the germ ceases to exist. So nothing. And then the batter skull just gets just gets back. lost in space. Yeah. Right. I yeah. see why this card sees play because all three modes are like not that bad. Yeah. Like yeah. if you board it in to, to kill batter skull, also it cantrips. Or you can just jump something, hmm. which is all right. Yeah. It's a weird so, card. C17 looks sweet. To answer your question that we've already had multiple times, yes, we will stream it. <laughs> we will stream a game of uh, playing with the precon decks. Dibs Wizards. Fair. Right, yeah, the decks are uh, dragons, vampires, wizards, and cats. And we didn't talk about the cats very much. Maybe we'll get Kathleen on because a bunch of people have been asking her about them. A lot but of good cats. let me just talk. Let me just say briefly: the cat token with uh, Wasatora, the the three three cat token she creates. They're like it's like a kitten with bat wings. That's yeah, really it's yeah. so cute. Cat dragons. Yeah, it's a, it's adorable. Uh, not, it's a cool card, but mostly because this is the version that's been spoiled. Um, best oh, name. This is a really good Schmidete Krieg Axe. It just looks, sounds really cool. It's the Blood Forged War Axe. This is yeah. a really weird card. It yeah. actually looks pretty sweet. It makes copies of itself. Yeah, like, it's a, uh, it's not a bone splitter. It's a, um, it's like a dark steel axe that makes copies of itself, which is, mm -hmm. like, is this card good? Maybe. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Like, we're, I think we're having a hard time pinning it. And some people are like, I wish it cost two and equipped for one. Yeah, um, obviously. But like it do. costing one and equipping for two is like maybe fine. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it's like that uh, the hot sauce from the hot and sauce thing. You only got to buy one. Yeah, it's good for arming your whole army. <laughs> it just makes yeah, it just makes more of itself. Yep. That's how it reproduces. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, mm -hmm. A reminder to check out cardkingdom.com/lrr mm -hmm. and patreon.com/loadingreadyrun. Uh, for the making of this podcast keep happen. Hmm. <clears throat> Decided to bail out of that one halfway through. <laughs> uh, this will be the, uh, probably, this will be the last tap-tap concede on this uh, set, so there might be a, there might be a week of downtime in there, but believe me, we're going to try and get the, the new moon base ramped back up to speed as quickly as we can so we can keep bringing you not only this podcast, but maybe even a new podcast. Not maybe, a new podcast. Magic related. We don't know when we're going to launch it, but look for that. So, and uh, yeah, so thanks, thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, see you next time. Bye.